LDS Sunday School Gospel Doctrine Class Member Study Guide. Lesson 16, Thou shalt offer up thy sacraments upon my holy day. Reading Assignment, Doctrine and Covenants, Section 59. Bible Dictionary Topic, Sabbath. From the earliest times, God has commanded his children to keep the Sabbath day holy. Reading from the Bible Dictionary, Sabbath instituted to commemorate God's seventh day of rest at the creation and also the redemption from Egyptian bondage. On the Sabbath, the daily sacrifices were doubled. The loaves of the shewbread were changed. The people abstained from all manner of work, and it was a day of holy assembly. The Sabbath was a holy day before the giving of the law, even from the earliest times but we have no evidence of its observance in patriarchal times. This is no doubt due to the scantiness of the record, for the Sabbath day is an eternal principle and would have existed from the days of Adam whenever the gospel was on the earth among men. After the return from the exile, Nehemiah made the observance of the Sabbath one of the chief points of his reformation and the strictness with which it was kept by the Jews became a well-known fact. In course of time, many regulations grew up and were observed by the Pharisees. One of the charges frequently brought against our Lord was that of Sabbath-breaking, but this was because he failed to conform to the traditions and man-made regulations concerning the Sabbath. Jesus obeyed the letter and the spirit of the Sabbath, but was not obligated to follow the traditions of the elders of the Jews. After the ascension of Christ, the members of the church, whether Jews or Gentiles, kept holy the first day of the week, the Lord's Day, as a weekly commemoration of our Lord's resurrection, and by degrees the observance of the seventh day was discontinued. The importance of a sacred day for man to rest from his temporal labors, contemplate the word of the Lord, and assemble for public worship is a major item in a person's spiritual development. Furthermore, a decay in the national religious life always follows any tendency toward carelessness in the matter of Sabbath observance. The existence of a weekly holy day is a most important safeguard. It leaves a constant reminder to the individual of his need for spiritual sustenance and his duty before God and serves as a witness to the world that there is such a thing as revealed religion. The change from observing the last day of the week to the first day of the week is not so important as is the concept and principle of the Sabbath. In either case, the Sabbath was symbolic of the mighty works of God, the creation of the earth, the deliverance of Israel from Egypt, and the resurrection of Jesus from the dead. Latter-day Revelation confirms the significance of the Sabbath, or Lord's Day, in Doctrine and Covenants, section 59. Comments and questions to ponder as we read Doctrine and Covenants, section 59. 
The Lord has said, Thou shalt go to the house of prayer upon my holy day. Why do you think it's important to meet together to worship God on the Sabbath? What can you do to prepare yourself for Sunday meetings? Why is it important to take of the sacrament each week? What does it mean to rest from our labors? How does resting from our labors show our devotion to God? What blessings does the Lord promise to those who keep the Sabbath day holy? How does observing the Sabbath help us receive a fullness of joy? Doctrine and Covenants, section 59. It's a revelation given through Joseph Smith the prophet in Zion, Jackson County, Missouri, August 7, 1831. Preceding this revelation, the land was consecrated as the Lord had directed, and the site for the future temple was dedicated. On the day this revelation was received, Polly Knight, the wife of Joseph Knight Sr., died, the first church member to die in Zion. Early members characterized this revelation as, quote, instructing the saints how to keep the Sabbath and how to fast and pray, unquote. Doctrine and Covenants, section 59, verses 1 through 24. Behold, blessed saith the Lord, are they who have come up unto this land with an eye single to my glory, according to my commandments. For those that live shall inherit the earth, and those that die shall rest from all their labors, and their works shall follow them, and they shall receive a crown in the mansions of my Father, which I have prepared for them. Behold, Blessed, saith the Lord, are they who have come up into this land with an eye single to my glory, according to my commandments. For those that live shall inherit the earth, and those that die shall rest from all their labors. And their works shall follow them, and they shall receive a crown in the mansions of my Father, which I have prepared for them. Yea, blessed are they whose feet stand upon the land of Zion, who have obeyed my gospel, for they shall receive for their reward the good things of the earth, and it shall bring forth in its strength. And they shall also be crowned with blessings from above, yea, and with commandments not a few, and with revelations in their time, they that are faithful and diligent before me. Wherefore I give unto them a commandment, saying thus, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy might, mind, and strength. And in the name of Jesus Christ thou shalt serve him. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Thou shalt not steal, neither commit adultery, nor kill, nor do anything like unto it. Thou shalt thank the Lord thy God in all things. Thou shalt offer a sacrifice unto the Lord thy God in righteousness even that of a broken heart and a contrite spirit, and that thou mayest more fully keep thyself unspotted from the world, thou shalt go to the house of prayer and offer up thy sacraments upon my holy day. For verily this is a day appointed unto you to rest from your labors and to pay thy devotions unto the Most High. Nevertheless, thy vow shall be offered up in righteousness on all days 
and at all times. But remember that on this, the Lord's day, thou shalt offer thine oblations and thy sacraments unto the Most High, confessing thy sins unto thy brethren and before the Lord. And on this day thou shalt do none other thing. Only let thy food be prepared with singleness of heart, that thy fasting may be perfect, or in other words, that thy joy may be full. Verily, this is fasting and prayer, or in other words, rejoicing in prayer. And inasmuch as ye do these things with thanksgiving, with cheerful hearts and countenances, not with much laughter, for this is sin, but with a glad heart and a cheerful countenance. Verily I say that inasmuch as ye do this, the fullness of the earth is yours, the beasts of the field and the fowls of the air, and that which climbeth upon the trees and walketh upon the earth. Yea, and the herb and the good things which come of the earth, whether for food or for raiment or for houses or for barns, or for orchards, or for gardens, or for vineyards. Yea, all things which come of the earth in the season thereof are made for the benefit and the use of man, both to please the eye and to gladden the heart. Yea, for food and for raiment, for taste and for smell, to strengthen the body and to enliven the soul. And it pleaseth God that he hath given all these things unto man, for unto this end were they made to be used, with judgment, not to excess, either by extortion. And in nothing doth man offend God, or against none is his wrath kindled, save those who confess not his hand in all things, and obey not his commandments. Behold, this is according to the law and the prophets, wherefore trouble me no more concerning this matter. But learn that he who doeth the works of righteousness shall receive his reward, even peace in this world, and eternal life in the world to come. I, the Lord, have spoken it, and the Spirit beareth record. Amen. Scripture Chain, the Sabbath Day Exodus chapter 20, verses 8 through 11 Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days shalt thou labor and do all thy work. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt not do any work, thou nor thy son, nor thy daughter, thy manservant, nor thy maidservant, nor thy cattle, nor thy stranger that is within thy gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day, and hallowed it. That was Exodus chapter 20, verses 8 through 11. Next, from the Old Testament, Isaiah chapter 58, verses 13 through 14. If thou turn away thy foot from the Sabbath, from doing thy pleasure on my holy day, and call the Sabbath a delight, the holy of the Lord, honorable, and shalt honor him, not doing thine own ways, nor finding thine own pleasure, nor speaking thine own words. Then shalt thou delight thyself in the Lord, and I will cause thee to write upon the high places of the earth, 
and feed thee with the heritage of Jacob thy father, for the mouth of the Lord hath spoken it. That was Isaiah chapter 58, verses 13 and 14. Next, from the New Testament, Mark chapter 2, verses 23 through 28. And it came to pass that he went through the cornfields on the Sabbath day, and his disciples began, as they went, to pluck the ears of corn. And the Pharisees said unto him, Behold, why do they on the Sabbath day that which is not lawful? And he said unto them, Have ye never read what David did when he had need, and was unhungered, he and they that were with him? How he went into the house of God in the days of Abiathar the high priest, and did eat the shewbread, which is not lawful to eat but for the priests, and gave also to them which were with him? And he said unto them, The Sabbath was made for man, and not man for the Sabbath. Therefore the Son of Man is Lord also of the Sabbath. Mark chapter 2, verses 23 through 28. Now from the Book of Mormon, Mosiah chapter 18, verse 23. And he commanded them that they should observe the Sabbath day and keep it holy, and also every day they should give thanks to the Lord their God. That was Mosiah 18.23. And finally in the scripture chain, Doctrine and Covenants section 59, verses 9 through 13. And that thou mayest more fully keep thyself unspotted from the world, thou shalt go to the house of prayer, and offer up thy sacraments upon my holy day. For verily, this is a day appointed unto you to rest from your labors, and to pay thy devotions unto the Most High. Nevertheless, thy vow shall be offered up in righteousness on all days and at all times. But remember that on this, the Lord's day, thou shalt offer thine oblations and thy sacraments unto the Most High, confessing thy sins unto thy brethren and before the Lord. And on this day thou shalt do none other thing, only let thy food be prepared with singleness of heart, that thy fasting may be perfect, or in other words, that thy joy may be full. This has been LDS Sunday School, Gospel Doctrine, The Doctrine and Covenants, and Church History. Lesson 16, Thou shalt offer up thy sacraments upon my holy day. Read by Kirk Strickland.